Hello and welcome to round two of the neatly sponsored Whiskey Tangent Podcast's Whiskey Madness 2023, The Road to the Final Pour, <laughs> a four-week-long blind tasting tournament featuring 16 whiskeys from around the world. I'm Scott and joining me, as always, is Ed. Hello, everybody. And back refereeing again, Sherpa Gabe. What's up, friends? And we are, of course, sitting in the nifty, neat glass-shaped Whiskey Tangent Arena in right. enchanting downtown Marlton, New Jersey, where last week we witnessed not one, not two, but three upsets, one in the 120-proof bracket, two in the 90-proof bracket with both number four seeds moving on to next week. Stunning. But today is round two, and the yeah. crowd is simply apoplectic oh my gosh. with expectation because we have eight new whiskeys competing in the first set of matchups in the 100-proof and 110-proof brackets, and Ed's here to reveal the names of all the spirits who today are aiming to make their Whiskey Madness wishes come true. I have to tell you, quite a few of these have never been on the podcast before. I'm just going to say that. Yes, we had eight total, yeah. and most of them are in these two brackets. Yeah, I really think so. Yeah. So starting out in the 100-proof bracket, 100 to 109, the uh, top seed will be the Remus Repeal Reserve Series, six. Yeah. It's a bourbon. The number two seed will be a whiskey that I think has the chops to maybe take the whole thing mm. if it can survive today. The Four Roses Small Batch Select bourbon mm, yeah. lovely lovely the third seat is a bottle and bond that's near and dear to a lot of people's heart the old tub old tub uh, made by that classic distillery jim beam yeah, that's right the beam Tory old tub bottom shelf bargain bottle and bond yeah, lots of bees for your alliteration it's a lovely bottle for the price and an unknown to me the underdog first call cast strength bourbon mm. it was a four seat of the 100 to 109 proof bracket gay brought this one this is a piney pick <laughs> this was picked up at uh total wine up in cherry hill it's one of their store picks the, okay. um, their sourced brands yeah there's an interesting story behind that when we get okay. to match up i did taste two of the versions of this before i bought it okay. and this was a lovely little number i'm pleasant surprised for the price it was about 30 33 35 really? yeah. hours well, yeah, yeah and the old tubs only in the 20s so yeah, yeah we, we get some cheap options here yeah so the 110 to 119 proof and mm-hmm. we definitely stretched the limits on this one we'll tell you about that in a minute the top <laughs> seed is the old ezra rye which yeah. was on the podcast this year yes then the second seed is smoke wagon malted rye also on the podcast then we have the corval Strength single barrel bourbon you said corval again <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're right. I like to put an R in it. So for yeah. the people at Koval, I'm sorry the way that I want to put an R in it. I think I'm thinking of Corbell, the champagne. I, I, I think, think you are. I think there, there's something it keeps playing in my mind. Stuck in your the head, same yeah. reason I say Henry Hill instead of Heaven Hill for the, uh, <laughs> there's so many things that I get stuck in my head uh. instead of Heaven Hill. Distillery. So the um, Koval, cast strength, single bourbon, uh, which Scott can either use a clean version of me saying it or have this whole mess in and embarrass me once again <laughs> that I can't speak. 
And then finally, the fourth seed, there's the Blue Note Uncut Bourbon, which snuck into the bracket mm-hmm. at a lofty 119.5. Just under the radar. Right in the parameter. Right. I saw them like adding some water from like a <laughs> Poland Springs bottle right before the testing. A, a spigot outside <laughs> yeah, the, just the like, stadium. Just like a 10 or 12 drops in the bottle just to get it in. Like um, a wrestler trying to make weight, like exactly. taking all his clothes off. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and so that's what we're looking at for this bracket. Good question here. Right. On, on this bracket here. Sure. Yeah. Did you have a hard time figuring out the seedings? These are all very close. This, this is 110 was the hardest. I yeah, think. yeah. Yes, that's a great question, Gabe. Because they're all pretty much small distilleries. Vaulted Rye is a new expression for them, so it doesn't have a lot of time in the game. And I think the Coval, just not a lot of people know about it. And the mash bill of this one's actually very interesting, which we'll talk about when we get to it. Right. And once again, this is interesting with the malted rye, the uncut bourbon, yeah. and another rye. So that's a weird mash bill bracket. Well, I think the top one's all bourbons. So Right. Well, well have Gabe move over to the preparation area and pour the first round, which is Four Roses Single Barrel Select versus Old Tub Bottled and Bond. Okay, so we're back for the first matchup today. The Four Roses Small Batch Select Bourbon, the second seed, is about to take on Old Tub. And I'm going to tell you about the Four Roses. One of the most interesting whiskeys on the market, in my opinion, mainly because of how Four Roses uses their yeast strains to make 10 unique bourbon recipes with two mash bills. And they blend them all together. The regular small batch has four of 10. This has six of 10. So the mash bills are, one is 75% corn, 20% rye, and 5% malted barley. The other one's 60% corn, 35% rye, and 5% malted barley. It's about $60, 104 proof. It's got a real classic nose, according to Breaking Bourbon, of uh, sweet vanilla, cinnamon, some oak bark, the palate. They said there's a slight layer of ethanol present, but not with our neat glasses. As we know, the neat glass will remove that for us. And if you haven't got your neat glasses yet, please go to neatglass.com, put in the code WhiskeyTan, get your 10% off, as so many people have done. But anyway, it's one of the most unique whiskeys on the market because it blends in six of 10 separate recipes and really helps Scott and I when we did the Four Roses episode and we learned about their yeast strains, mm. how important yeast is into what you're tasting. Probably the least thought of thing by the consumer. Definitely. And it's what makes Four Roses one of the most unique things. So I really think that based on the 104 proof, based on the blend of two different mash bills, Scott and I love to blend stuff together anyway. Yeah. In other words, this can be crafted by the mash distiller to taste how they want it to taste. And right. So I think that gives it an advantage. It's not the only blend though. The Remus is a blend as well. We'll talk about that when we get to that one. But that's the Four Roses Small Batch. I talked a bit on it because I think it has the chops to take the whole thing. But normally when I say that, it doesn't last long. (laughs) Well, actually, I agree with you because it's going up against the old tub bottled and bond bourbon. This mash bill is the 75% corn, 13% rye, 12% malted barley, the classic Jim Beam mash bill. The proof is 100, of course, because it's bottled and bond. It has to be at least four years aged. The price of this is like $25 or you can even see 
it cheaper. Yeah, I've seen it cheaper, yep. It has a pretty interesting history and in, because in 1892, when James and Parkbeam took over operations from their dad, they named the family distillery after their then best-selling bourbon brand, Old Tub. So this was a long-time mm. pre-prohibition right. brand. It was discontinued in 1943, but in recent years, the company revived the brand to sell it in half-bottle sizes at their gift shop in Claremont, Kentucky. But in June 2020, they decided to go nationwide with the regular 750 milliliter bottle. So this is actually a pretty recent introduction to the rest of the country. Tasting notes are sweet oak, vanilla grain, a hint of peaches and green peppercorn with vegetal and leather undertones, finishing with a nutty oaky rye spice medley. Um, by the way, I didn't mention that all of the whiskeys in the small batch select are six to seven years aged. Oh, okay. All right. So I'm going to be brutally honest here. Yeah. I don't think Old Tub has a chance. Right. I mean, if you're looking at it on paper, they don't. So I've had Four Roses before, but never the select at least not that I can remember. I've yeah. definitely had single barrels and I've had the regular small batch and those are delicious. But the old tub at its price point, it just screams to me that it's Jim Beam white label proofed up to 100. Yeah. So I think old tub has a steep hill to climb. I gotta tell you though, you think that, but you might be surprised. For being a bottle and bond, it does have a little bit of a kick to it yeah, mm. in that 100 proof spot. Sure. So you might be a little undecided when you do taste mm-hmm. it. I might be. Well, we got eight whiskeys here as we kick this off. Four matchups and the first one's coming and Gabe's handing us the glasses. Glass A is over. All right. And here comes the Bs. Mm. Wow, they smell similar. Oh, they do smell similar. It's and really uh, crazy. And they're pretty subtle. Yep. I'm telling you, it's not going to be as clear cut as very I Very traditional guys. noses for both of them. Like right. a very traditional <laughs> bourbon. Oak, vanilla, caramel, like exactly what you think a bourbon is going to smell like. I definitely get some peanuts on A in the scent. Okay. Mm-hmm. And that should bring you back to what you were describing, the one brand, base expression. Yeah, and B smells a little hotter. Mm. But they both have wonderful noses. Yeah. That's the-, and the color is very similar, too. One's slightly lighter, but they're both pretty deep. You're right. A is a little bit lighter. Ooh. I've tasted them there. Different. How about you got water? Do you want to put a little water in there? Or not, not this proofing? Uh, Does it matter? Uh, I mean, just a little bit. At 100, 104, I don't need a lot, but to see if it opens anything up. It's yeah. our first drink of the night, too, so it's going to taste yeah, a little even, hotter. We didn't even pregame normal. today, which is weird for us, but we just got into it. Yeah, well, I think we pregamed about 1.30 last Saturday, <laughs> and it's still hurting. Yeah, I was serving up Scott Hattons at 1.30 in the morning because Javon. <laughs> well, the water helps A a lot. Yeah, A tasted like kind of a bitter peanut brittle. Like peanut butter with no sugar in it a bit, is what a bit it burnt a little bit, a little, little overcooked. Oh yeah, much improved with a little bit of water in a taste. Really hot though. Mm. Could it be your first one of the night, making you just <sighs> opening the palate to? It, uh, it could because the B tastes pretty hot too. Ed has his selection in. Oh man, Scott's. Well, it wasn't even close for me this one. Yeah. All for right. Me, I would say it was clearly the finish that took the day. Yeah. One was clearly better. Okay, you both selected B. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Which was? Four Roses. Four Roses. Yes, yeah. it was, without yeah. a doubt. It was a delicious finish. It was sweet I mean, and, and peppery. My mouth is still kind of uh, tingling from it. And, you know, th- just to stave off some of accusations of bias, I didn't think Old Tub was going to have a chance. And then I was pretty much able to tell which one was Old Tub. And yet, if it yeah. actually was good, if it actually had yeah. some extra flavor besides bitter peanut brittle, yeah. I would have picked it. I'm glad I sipped the Old Tub first, which is what I ended up doing because it happened to be A. Yeah. I didn't think, wow, this is a great whiskey. I'm like, okay, okay. 
Then I took the second one, the B, and I was like, oh, wow, this is a really nice whiskey. Yeah. And that was my first impression before I did anything else. Then I added water, and water did help Old Tub. Yes. Old Tub's a little rawler, and it the is. water definitely helped Old Tub. I, I would add even more water than yeah. I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So my, what are you drinking? The, the, um, I got oh, no, the, he, four he, roses. the Four Roses. Right. Has yeah. he, have you sipped it yet? I did. Yeah, what do you think of it? For 104, it comes off about 114. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty it's, hot, it's too. That's what I was saying. I think that's because the yeast is so spicy that oh, they could use. Could be. Spicy. So spicy. Yeah, oh, and a couple drops yeah. of water really just mellowed out. Still has yeah. heat. The Four Roses coach, he didn't get off the bench. He knew what was going to happen here. And let's be fair to old tub it's a 20 dollar whiskey it's one third the price it's 100 proof i'm tasting it again yeah. i do get a little bit of cinnamon on the end yeah. it's a little more syrupy and sugary mm-hmm. when you add water to it which is really strange uh but you're only proofing it down to maybe a 95 yeah, yeah, yeah. i mean it's not terrible no but no no, for no. The price for the oh, price it's great. actually very good i mean if you're drinking evan williams bottle and bond at 20 yes. and this is in that ballpark it's another bottle and bond in the cheap you can make cocktails with it exactly all right so that round's done we're gonna wash these glasses and we're gonna come back where the Remus Repeal Reserve Series 6 bourbon will take on the upstart Total Wine Store Pick First Call Cast Strength Bourbon. One verse to four when we return. Take it slow And we gonna make it out this hole And ain't nobody stopping us, no So watch me as I go Watch me as I grow And we ain't gonna take it slow And we gonna make it out this hole And ain't nobody stopping us, no So watch me as I go Watch me as I grow, yeah I'm the fucking show All right, the next two are in the arena. Woo! They're warming up. And the Ross and Squibb Distillery, a.k.a. MGP. Right. And if you haven't been paying attention, the George Remus that you can see for about $42 in your store, that's one of the base expressions. The Rossville Union Rye, regular and the Castrant. Yeah. And to celebrate their awesomeness, they came out with the Remus Repeal Series. And this is the 6-1. They've been doing this since 2017. Mm. So real quick. It's 100 proof, but it's not bottle and bond. In fact, it's far from it. It's a blend of several whiskeys, okay. ranging in ages from 8 to 14 years. Breaking the mash bill down from the blend, the whiskey shelf did the math to figure out what the composite mash bill will be from <laughs> all of the six different batches. I did too. Let's see if we come up with the right. same. 68.7 corn. Oh, I didn't do points. 27.3 rye, 4% barley. Ah, it was very close. 68, 27, and 5. Oh, well, right, right, right. That's yeah, fine. Multi barley. Good job. Thank you. And so the breakdown of them is 2% of it comes from a 2008 bourbon, which is 21% rye. It's 14 years old. That's only 2%. I guess it's a big 2%. 27% is a 2012 bourbon that's 21% rye. That's 10 years old. 17% would be a different mash bill that had 36% rye in it and was 10 years old as well. 29% was, again, the 21% rye, but only 8 years old. And then finally, 25% was a 36% rye that's also eight years old. So that's what we're dealing with here. It's right on the front of the label. It's not hard to find. They're, they're very transparent. And the Remus 5 is one of the best whiskeys that Scott and I ever had. We had it on the Doug's Vault episode. Yeah. That's why it's a top seed here. It's $100 a bottle, and it's going against an unknown. 
Once again, something that came in 33% of the price of it. And I can't wait to hear about what that match bill is, Scott. So you said how transparent Remus was, yeah. MGP. This is the opposite. <laughs> so it's a cast strength Kentucky straight bourbon. The proof is 107.2. The match bill is not disclosed. The age is not stated, but it supports <laughs> to be at least three years. Three-ish. Uh, the price is only like 40 bucks. Now, the distiller is some entity called IJW Whiskey in Danville, Kentucky. Okay. Whiskey advocate called IJW Kentucky's most mysterious bourbon producer <laughs> in a January 2021 article. And they are so mysterious that they don't even have a website. They do, because I went to it, but basically it's a picture of their black rick houses and the words website coming soon. <laughs> it's probably been there for like five years, right? Yes. So uh, I don't want to get too much into their history and the people involved because maybe one day we might do a, an episode on them down the line because sure. it's kind of weird and interesting but they apparently began laying down whiskey in 2016 and have over 100,000 barrels maturing in their four Danville rickhouses. Mm. The whiskey in those barrels includes bourbon, rye, wheat whiskeys with over 40 different variants mm. encompassing differences in grain, yeast, fermentation time, barrel type, barrel entry proof and other variables. They plan to release their own bottling soon but in the meantime they are creating whiskeys for other brands including this one made exclusively for total wine and spirit stores. Interesting. So Gabe, you actually tasted this in the store. Yes. Yeah. What were your tasting notes? Because I couldn't really find them except for theirs and they're just generic. I believe they had like two of these bottles out in different proofings. Okay. And I was pleasantly surprised. You know, you had your basic vanilla caramel notes, but yeah. it had a bit more sweetness right off the bat. And I wanted to bring something that was an unknown. Yeah. Well, you did that. Did you, know. you taste both of them? I did, yeah. And I, I like this one better. Was the other one uh, lower proof? Yeah, no. it didn't fit the bracketing, so that's why I kind of picked this one. And so when this is 107, so it's going to have the proof advantage, if nothing else. Yeah. 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 Great. So the reason why it's called First Call is that's a, the term in horse racing. Like, it's like, get to the post and oh, yeah, start yeah, the yeah, race. Yeah. If we were at the betting track, what were the odds you put on First Call? I'd put 101 odds. I, well, I wouldn't go that much because anything could happen in the it's moment, true. but I would say at legit horse racing odds, I would say 27 to 1. Yeah. And I thought it was First Call. as in Last Call is the last drink you have of the night, and they wanted this to be the first yeah. drink I have. And yeah. I have to tell you, I think it should go in reverse. I would rather start with Remus and finish with this when my taste buds are kind of eroded. <laughs> right. Given your backstory of what you just, you know, the bottle I picked, I'm looking forward to this company and seeing what they produce when their right. stuff matures. Yeah. yeah. It sounds I, like they have a lot listen, in the well that they're going to Let's not talk on. a lot of shit on it in case it embarrasses us and, and beats Remus. <laughs> That's you know, true. We have plenty of time to talk shit on it after it loses and not before because I've been here for a lot of what did we just pick moments <laughs> yes. during Whiskey Madness. Gabe liked it enough in the middle of a store to bring it here. So but, I'm going to give this a little bit of credence that it's going to okay. not just shit the bed. Sure. All right. Here we go. Here's A. Here comes A. Here's B. Mm. Oh, my God. Oh, the nose is completely different. Very similar on color. Very similar. A is a little what darker. What the hell I'd is say. that on B? Yeah, B is a weird note, almost like cheese. Like, you're saying cheese. I'm, I'm thinking like, I'm thinking like almost like hot tar. Or For those of you who can't see, Ed just kind of like closed up a nostril like he was doing a line. It smells to me like dairy, like not spoiled dairy or anything. It just has like a dairy. That's what you get like off a of B. Like I'm a getting creaminess. so much herbaceous off, and I'm not getting any dairy at all. What you're talking about? Yeah. So you're confusing me. <laughs> It just came to me, the smell. Okay. It smells like the dairy case when you're working in, oh, the, right. in the back I, of a grocery store. I work dairy. I work yeah. dairy in a grocery store for a couple of years. Yeah. Like a, like a sweet creaminess, yeah, it's possibly. Like a, it's like a sickly sweet, but somehow it's like a, like a tiny, touch of bitterness. Yeah, a tiny bit of uh, sourness to yeah, it. Right, right. 
like mm. the milk on the floor that nobody bothered cleaning up. Yeah, but but it's cold, so it doesn't really smell all that much. But it has a dairy kind of smell. Yeah, interesting. <laughs> that's what I'm getting off of. No, me. no, no, that's fine. You know, hey, I, so you, weird. You, you don't need to explain to me when I, I come off with you know fresh band aids out of a tin that's from right. Johnson and Johnson. I mean, you get what you get. Oh, almost a little bubble gum too. Um, mm. But I have to tell you, band aids not crazy on this. All right, I haven't even tasted them yet. I'm just so involved with the news. Man, B is so weird. Hmm. A is very traditional. Ed's now bringing his uh, selection down, I believe. Mm. But then again, how about started. some water? I've just started. Okay. The B is strange. Strange. It, hmm. it has a spicy bubble gum. I'm getting yeah, what are you getting? vinyl and leather. Really? And yeah. It's like I'm getting so much like tobacco, but wet tobacco. It's really weird. Hmm. A is much more traditional. It's nice yeah. and heated. There's a cinnamon and pepper. Mm-hmm. Tastes a bit like a rye. A couple of their mash bills had... 36% rye, and the rest had 20-something. Right, right. So. If, if that's the Remus, right? Yeah, the other I one. I have to believe it's a Remus. Cause and the other one's so strange. <laughs> I kind of like it, though. <laughs> but what's weird is you're not tasting what I'm tasting on it. No, that's why we do the competitions. Hmm. All right, I did get a little bit of vinyl now because I took a bigger sip. Did you put water in them? No, I haven't put water in yeah, Give that a shot. Maybe that'll uh, skew the results a little bit. Maybe yeah. it'll open up some uh, different tasting notes for you. Man, it just slammed his. I like it. I like the decisiveness. Ed looks constipated, like he's not sure what he wants to think. I took a sip of A, and B jumped off my tongue and just snuck it. They're fighting on my tongue right now. It's B, like, no, get out of your A. B is very strong. In that potent, I mean, not heat-wise no. so much, but it's potency of flavor. It's on my tongue. I can't get it off. And it's weird flavors. Would you call it like having an oily mouthfeel? Um, no, it's more like Velcro. <laughs> like, it's like a, it's like it won't get off my tongue. It's like- You really have me, to pull hard. It's like, let me taste something else. Let me live. Oh my gosh, what are those flavors? <laughs> this is great. My goodness. This is, I, I love the bewildered look on both of your faces. I did get an herbaceous sort of tobacco thing too on B. I'm going to go back to A. Ed is handed in his selection. Scott is contemplating still. B after A is weird. Oh my God, yeah, that, that's what I had to get more. Yeah. Because I drank A after B and finished it and I couldn't taste the A. The B was still there, like beating the crap out of the A. It's such a very strong flavor. And then I took B by itself. Mm. I took drank some water and then it, B is le- a little less strange, but still odd. And then A after B makes A taste amazing. <laughs> Somehow I've had four whiskey sedentists burped up B. <laughs> 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 Oh, Scott made his selection. <laughs> I don't think I've ever had two more different oh, whiskeys they're so different. in a round before. And they're both bourbons. One's a little higher proof, but they're both within seven of each other. I mean, Just the diversity of flavor between I, the two. I mean, it's what's better tasting, not what's most interesting. <laughs> right. Okay, now we're going to reveal. The one seat is moving on. Oh, okay. wow. You both picked the Remus, the, okay. A. Okay. the A. And we didn't talk about it a lot, by the way, everybody. We were focused on B no, so much. There was a lot of high contemplation a, in A your, was delicious. Your... It was oak and caramel vanilla. It's the way you want a well-crafted blended bourbon to taste. Um, I cannot wait to see the Four Roses versus the Remus because I think they are from the same cloth, man. Mm. They're both blends. Yeah. Both have, I think, six different yeah, components th- in them. That's going to be difficult. That is going to be a hell of a final for this bracket. Remus, the one, four roses, the two. So for the first time, the one and the two moved on. Yes. Now, I think real quick, we should taste the old tub versus the first call. 
and just see what we think. <laughs> really? Why not? Do yes. we think first call is better than the old tub? We can do it. We're not doing anything else tonight. We can do it. Okay. Let's do it right now. Exhibition round. All right. So out in the parking lot on their way to the buses, old tub <laughs> and first call found a couple of outside parking lot hoops and they had a little bit of an exhibition yeah. and we just want to see between the three and the four who would win if this was, you know, a round. Yeah. How would they do against each other? So we got a little bit of old tub in A, and we got a little bit of the first call in B. So it's not a blind one. We're just going to compare the two as we normally do on like a quick taste and all. So yeah. the old tub first. Very peanutty. So much peanuts. Like it's almost like peanut butter now. Mm, and the first call. Oh, my God. So, no. Oh, when you follow the old tub. Oh, awful. So, yeah. That was that was horrifying. The peanut butter flavor of the A, and then you get the vinyl road tar that I get from B. Or the bubblegum clove that I was getting. <laughs> right. Whatever the fuck I was tasting. It definitely doesn't follow the old tub well at all. Oh, God. I think, I <laughs> now think, these both taste terrible. Right, because now you're trying to drink after the B. You go back to A. Uh, if I had to put a nod, I'd probably go old tub. If I had yeah, to I would go old tub. I think first call is something you drink by yourself up in a mountain near a stream with birds chirping and there's nothing else around. And then you're like, wow, this is a great whiskey. Or there are horned goats standing on rocks. Yes. Close by. Right. Nothing else complements first call. No. You absolutely have to drink it by itself. And that's all you drink that day. Yeah. Don't have anything else. No. Don't don't even have water. Don't even eat that day. You drink on an empty stomach. Don't have a bowel movement. Nothing. (laughs) Can you shower? No. 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 Absolutely not. <laughs> you know, it'll come, it'll come out of your pores and poison. Wow, the visual of that, right, it so, stunned me. Though the <laughs> exhibition. Like sonic boom coming through. The exhibition was a terrible idea, and it was all my idea. Oh, it's fun, man. It might be cut. We never know. No, no. Well, well, both buses are leaving, and right, they know they're out of the tournament. Right. They, so. they actually tied 23-23. It's a sad thing. Like They got back on their buses in no. disgrace. Okay. But, of course, the old tub bus is really nice because it's like a coach bus with TVs. Yeah. It's like from Beams from Tour. <laughs> Meanwhile, like first calls on this blacked out van, <laughs> like the A team. <laughs> they found the old Partridge family bus. <laughs> Just got some black spray paint. Everybody is home that we're singing. All right, so we're getting to the second round of the one ten to one nineteen. I didn't know you were taking it that far. <laughs> Neither did I. <laughs> it's not like you guys. That's <laughs> a go overboard. No. Uh, Danny Bonaduce, everybody. So um, <laughs> so when we come back, the next bracket, 110 to 119, you're going to have the smoke wagon, malted rye, the second seat against the Corval, yeah. cast strength, single barrel bourbon, Exciting. the third seat. And these two are very weird, very different. <laughs> and unlike the other bracket, I'll be surprised if we get through these two without a tie. Agreed. Hmm. Be right back. I'm the type of dude who is headed for greatness. I'm the type of dude who could really make changes. Cause I'm the type of dude that's becoming contagious. I'm the type of dude that will always be ageless. I'm the type of dude that will always feel shameless. I'm the type of dude that they say is fucking heinous. Cause I'm the type of dude that you know is fucking dangerous.
All right, we are back with Smoke yeah. Wagon versus Koval, and I have some information on the Smoke Wagon. Market. Yes, yes, tell us about it. So I love the company. I, we had the Smoke Wagon rye, just the regular rye this fall that was just amazing. Yeah, and that was the 51% rye, 49% corn. Yeah. This is a malted rye whiskey. It's 51% rye, 49% malted barley. Yeah. So it's very different. The proof is 119.36. Again, just squeaking in. Squeaking in. Uh, the age is not stated. The price is about $80. Distiller, bottler is Nevada H. And see distilling in Las Vegas, Nevada. The they, home of the knee glass, by the way. Yes, and uh, they source mostly, I think, MGP stuff. So, fun facts we featured this on a short with the Whiskey Chicks just last month, and I bought it by accident looking for the regular smoke wagon ride that we just talked about for Ed for Christmas. The taste and notes are creamy and viscous with rich caramel, clove, stone fruit, and rye, followed by peppermint, ginger, creamy malt, and allspice. They will be paying a small licensing fee for viscous to barrel spirits for the use of an unnecessary tasting. <laughs> viscous. The Koval single barrel cast strength has a very interesting mash bill. It's 51% corn, which is not very interesting. However, 49% millet is the second grain. Millet. So the Corval bourbon offers a drinking experience that is balanced, approachable, and unparalleled. Excellent for both sipping, cocktailing, and just slamming it into your face to help your skin. <laughs> we don't know what that means. You should be a more regular listener. Ooh, so the unusual deep cut, <laughs> deep cut there. So this is what it says. Unusual grain combination combines for notes of mango chutney and vanilla on the palate Ooh. and a peppery caramel finish. Another weird one. Yeah, this specific release has been bottled at 110 proof for a more intense, intriguing drinking experience. And we're going to see if that drinking experience can upset the number two smoke wagon. Yeah, so what's really cool about this matchup is that for, I think, possibly the first time ever, yeah. we have two whiskeys that don't have any grains in common. Yes. Wow. We have a 51% rye, 49% malted barley. Oh, shit. And 51% corn, 49% millet. Right. Can we give a little background on millet? Is that made for like in breakfast cereals or what is that? It's is it another bread? type of grain. That's a very unusual grain yeah, to be bringing up. It's not much used. It's a good question. Why are there not cereals and bread and oatmeal with millet? Or is there and we just don't know? Are we not healthy enough to enjoy uh, millet? Is, is millet like a secondary grain in some of these more popular cereals that just doesn't really go above the radar that we really, really should really care about? I mean, there's there's all kinds of there's like farro and um highly varied it's a highly varied group of small seeded grasses widely grown around the world as cereal crops and grains for fodder feeding both animals and humans they're actually very famous for semi-arid tropics of asia and africa especially south india mali nigeria and niger maybe that's possibly why it's not so, very well known right here. so 97 percent of the millet production is in developing countries mm. okay a poor man's wheat we'll call it very and interesting it's gonna definitely put an interesting note on it mm. along with the malted rye i'm expecting both of these to taste very unique yeah this is total crapshoot for me i have no idea i was gonna say i have no idea who could win this is probably the most wide open one we've had two pretty heavy favorites yeah and i've had both of these before because i had the single barrel over at your house the koval and uh -huh. i had the smoke wagon here on the podcast Yeah, but, I can't, but just know. going from memory yep. i mean i don't really know and the fact that they're going to be so different in grain yep. profile is intriguing i've had them both too i have not had the koval in over a year so let's see yeah. uh, we're ready whenever gabe's ready to present us with the glasses he's given us Glass A. Hmm. Ooh, nice. no, nose is interesting. It's very strong. Very, here, comes, here comes the bees. Very fruity vanilla I got off A. Oh, different. Like almost wow. like a peppermint off a of B. Minty, I one, would say. Once again, the, the color of these are, are very similar. Yeah, um, yeah, they're pretty close. What are you getting on the nose, guys? 
I mean, like I said, fruity vanilla on A. Yeah. It's very vanilla. Very vanilla. Vanilla bomb almost. Yeah. Maybe a little bit like a caramel. And uh, there's a little bit of spice. A little bit of spice. Mm-hmm. Black how pepper. About, how about B? Yeah. It has a minty spice kind mm. of character to it. Oh, they smell delicious. Mm. I'm wrapped up in the smells today. Both of these have tremendous noses, which you would expect with complex mash bills. Oh, that's good. And they're both high proof, right? Yes. Oh, man, that is spicy. Mm. B oh, is spicy. God, B is a is terrific. Hey, here's a good I idea. Why don't you first. put some water in there and see what happens? Don't be so bossy. I Jesus. mean, let us try it first. It's just an idea. I just wanted to just kind of float that out there for shits and giggles. See what happens. You never know. You could be pleasantly surprised. I'm definitely putting water in them. I am. Both, I am as well. They're both. Wow. Despite Gabe. So yeah. for, wow. See, you always listen to me. I don't steer you is wrong. It a, why is Gabe talking? Is it a tie? I didn't hear that it was a tie. <laughs> <laughs> Somewhere the ponies are getting their, their torches right. lit and their pitchforks right. sharpened up. They, they shut off the podcast. We're going to shut that ad up real good. <laughs> they brought the battery out of the trailer, put it into the car so they can start up and come up this way. The battery. Right. There's only one. Only, only one. one. Oh, so now I'm getting some more tobacco kind of notes on A that I wasn't getting yeah. originally. Man, A is a good whiskey. Really But good. it's different than B for sure. These are two completely different whiskeys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. B is potent. This is a coin flip right here. This might be a tiebreaker coming up. This has been the hardest mm. one to decipher oh, by far. This is, in the entire tournament so far. I would drink either one of these, yeah. depending on my mood. Man, I am getting a lot of leather and herbaceous notes. Mm. Like your dungeon. Pepper, spicy, like the gimp mass that you bite through when I tie you up. Yeah, A is really complex because you do... Oh my God. You do get a sweetness, but it does transition into a more leathery, yeah. spicy profile. The sweet's gone real quick for me. Yeah. While B, the sweetness lasts a little bit longer, but then the finish is this explosion of spice and pepper and mint. and Yeah, the finish of B, I agree, is very strong. Mm. Woo! Like so, every time I drink it, and even with water in it, it lingers. Holy damn. Are you, are you putting a picture of which bottle you think is which? Are you, I mean, I'm are trying you not to, Mm-mm. especially with this one, because they're, really not. they're very mm. close. Okay. I mean, if I had to choose because I know one's a bourbon and one's a rye, I would choose which one. But uh, I'm just going to choose the one that I really enjoy. It's really close. Right I, just, I made my choice. I think this could be different tomorrow. They're that close. But I made my choice on what I feel like today. Yeah, I really like them both. I like them both yeah. a lot. They both have a place on my shelf. Okay, uh, both yeah. picks are in here. We're going to reveal. All right, All right so picks are in. Will the smoke wagon or the Koval move forward? Look who's going to be drinking. Oh, All right. Shit. Our first tie. I predicted we we're going to have a tie in this round. So Scott picked A. Yeah. Get out. You picked B? Mm-hmm. Wow. What do you think you picked, Scott? I think A was the Koval. You're I, right. And I picked the smoke wagon. And, and you're right. You picked right. the smoke wagon. And yeah. I'm, yeah. And I'm, I'm going to break the tie. All right. All right. That's great. Overtime. Okay, so Gabe is about to pick either the Smoke Wagon Malted Rye versus the Koval Cast Strength Single Barrel Bourbon with Millet. I'm passing him the A, and I'm passing him the B. Millet be a hard decision. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. That was so bad. Oh, my God, with the traffic. (laughs) A on the nose is very basic, vanilla, caramel, very pleasant. Mm Mm-hmm. B has a different nosing. It's uh, sweeter, more sugary vanilla. Oh, interesting. More vegetal. So uh, I'll give them a taste and uh, you guys will wait. (laughs) Take your time, Gabe. It's called editing. (laughs) I do it a lot. If I'm laughing, I'm not tasting. (laughs) Just taking longer. 
It's more I can cut, bitch. Mm. I still have some in mind. I'm going to be tasting Let's along go. with Gabe. A has a nice like light milk chocolateness to it. Oh. Like not something you piece you chew, but already liquidy in your mouth. Mm. Already warm and luscious. Wow. Pikachu, yeah. Warm and luscious. I'll, I'll Pikachu in the shower. What kind of porn do you watch? <laughs> Pokemon porn. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, B is uh, really different. It's really a lot fruitier. Got more of a candy taste to it. Mm. Okay. This is tough. They're both very good. They are really good. Very different. Very good. I agree. Yeah, I'm drinking them side by side <clears throat> with Gabe. But I may or may not have the same ones that he does, but I'm just tasting them again. Okay, they're just both delicious. They're both very good. I'm going to pick B because I think B has just a little bit more panache to it. There's something about it sweeter. It's more lingering. It's got a little bit more of a burn in a good way. Okay. And B is... The smoke wagon. Malted rye is moving forward. Oh, wow. wow. Righty. It is the second seed, and it was a favorite, and that has continued the trend of the favorites winning today, no. which is not like it was in round one. It was not. So Gabe and me will switch places, and we'll come into the last round of today. The old Ezra Rye, number one, versus the upstart fourth seed Blue Note Uncut Bourbon. All right. Hmm. Be right back. Yeah. Just getting started. I know that you want it, baby. Just get on it, ready to go. We know how to party. Pull out the Bacardi, feel it in my body. Put on a show. Yeah, yeah, let's go. Nah, we ain't never gonna slow down. How the girls looking hot like a hold down. Everybody going off in my hometown, ready for a showdown. Keep it on the low now. We about to pop off like a bottle. Everybody knows that we're going full throttle. Drinking alcohol, yeah, straight from the nozzle. End of the night, end up horizontal. All right, everybody, with the last whiskey of the round. Oh, and ooh. I know. it's. Don't Have worry, so everybody. Off air. We will drink more after we're done this. We'll drink all the losers until they're empty. But anyway. The, oh, um, my God. <laughs> so the top seed, the Old Ezra Rye, which it's a top seed because Old Ezra has never let us down. With the regular 114 bourbon, they came out with a rye. It's a seven-year. It features two mash bills. So it is a blend, okay? Mm. One is 51% rye, the other one's 95% rye, and it comes in at 114 proof, 57 ABV. It's got some bourbon things going on, you know, it's vanilla and the honey and oaky tones, it's slightly sweet for a rye. Yeah, it has a lot of corn. But it does finish with some spice and tobacco, and I think that people are going to like it. I think it's going to definitely get a following, and we'll see if it can hold its top seed against a very high proof upstart, which Scott's going to tell us about right now. Yeah, the Blue Note Uncut. So this is a cast strength Kentucky Straight Bourbon, its mash bill is 70% corn, 21% rye, 9% malted barley. Its proof is 119.5, ages four years. The price is $45. This is from Big River Distilling in Memphis, Tennessee. We covered this and its younger brother, the Juke Joint Bourbon, yep. uh, just this past January in part one of our whiskeymentary on tasting competitions. Mm -hmm. And his really cool backstory, which is basically this bourbon is what was left over after a rickhouse collapsed and the barrels were just sitting out in the elements for months as the cleanup took place. Yeah, and the sun and the rain and the snow and yeah, everything else. Yeah, really cool story. So the tasting notes on this are supposed to be spicy and rich with flavors of chocolate fudge, coffee, black pepper, and cooked red fruits with a smooth finish of chocolate and almond. Mm. And the old Ezra ride did appear on the... With last matchup's winner. Right. The smoke, the wagon, smoke wagon on a... Short with the whiskey chicks. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, so this is another matchup, I think, like the previous one, yeah. where I have no idea how nope. it's going to play out. Like, I've had both of nope. these. I really like both yep. of them. And my usual proclivity toward mm-hmm. Rye, you might think that I would prefer the Old Ezra, but just based on past experience, I might choose the bourbon. Yeah, I mean, you do like the high proof, and this is uh, the highest proof, so. I do. We're ready to get into it? I'm a big proof whore. Yeah, you guys love both of these. So the last few months, the last few episodes, you guys love Blue Note. You love, the, Ed's always big on the Old Ezra. Yep. You're going to have a tough time with this decision. Yeah, this is another toughie because they're both very good. Like I said, last six months came up and it bit you guys in the ass in a good way and you're very pleasantly happy with... uh Pleasantly happy? Pleasantly happy? Is that an oxymoron? Mm, pleasantly pleased? Could be. <laughs> That's, uh, That's not redundant. Redundant? It's redundant and alliterative. Yes. You liked it. <laughs> so we're going to have a tough time with this could, one. And could, I'm, could, I'm could, could, okay. You, uh, you want you want a drink? Scotty, want a drink? Yeah, Scotty, want a drink? Here's A. Here's B. Mm. The nose is sweeter on the B for sure. Yeah, the B almost smells like a rum. Oh my God, that's exactly yeah. very sugary. That's a great call, like a barrel-aged rum. Yeah. A barrel does a few of them, and so does Old Line down in Baltimore. And A smells a little grassy. Hmm. Yeah, vegetal. Ooh. A little sweet, a little bit of spice, but yeah, B is definitely sweeter. B Ooh. has like fig or plum. There's there, a, a lot of fruit. Yeah, like. definitely dark fruit. Mm. I'm going to taste it now. I, of course, was going to say cherry. <laughs> it's funny you bring up cherry. That's not usually one of my notes. It's I funny, know, I know. funny how we go back to our staples of smelling we really do. individually. Yeah. A had a weird flavor immediately, like a little sulfurous. Mm, it's good, though. Sulfurous. That's a new one. Yeah. Wow. Like you lit a match and a bit of the smell after you light a match. We know what sulfurous is, God. Oh, my God. <laughs> God we're not That's st- actually phosphorous, We're not though, stupid. Actually, okay. <laughs> You're fossilish with your old references. Fossilish. I said phosphorous. You, you can't Fossil. pronounce shit. Phosphorous. Wow. I intentionally said fossils. I know what you said. Did you? I know what phosphorus is. Say Koval again. <laughs> Koval. Oh. Yeah. Beer, beer, beer. Now say something in French. Oh. Fries. Good one. <laughs> Grand, Grand Monnier. Oh, pretty good. Wow. Pretty All good. right. All right. Touche. Wow. That just means Ed isn't drunk enough. Touche. Like, <laughs> Touche. I think we... <laughs> All right. Can we be serious? I'm trying to taste uh, the No, whiskey, that's but, why we're but here. I, I want to have fun, too. So let me know okay, if we're tasting whiskeys or Gabe's calling me a douche. One or the other. I can do either one. Okay. I'll you be- can't do both at the same time? Oh, I guess I can. I believe it's the basis for the entire podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Drinking that's and fair. making jokes at that's the same time. Can we get serious? Right, yeah. God damn it. This is science. Oh, my God. Science. <laughs> Good heavens, Miss Takimoto. You're, You're beautiful. beautiful. <laughs> All right. Let's get back to it. Have we put water on their glasses, boys? Not yet. Hmm. Oh, wow. I got some weird flavors off of A just there. I've been getting weird flavors off of A this entire time. I said sulfurous. It's a little vinyl, leather, clovey. That is really, really, really hard. But I made a decision based on Mm. last two sips. Ed's selection has been made. And B is caramely, definitely darker. Mm. It's still under contemplation. I like A because it's so weird. Whereas on the B, I get very traditional, but also delicious, mm. deeper flavors than a regular bourbon, mm-hmm. caramels and uh, brioche. Oh, <laughs> I just made that up. I was going to say brioche. Because it's a French word that Ed can't say. Now I want a burger. <laughs> so now we're looking at like a bready feeling? No, no. no. I'm just, I was just kidding Okay. About well, goddamn, get serious. I know. Like creme brulee and oh, like right. brown sugar and... Yeah. Yeah, I that's agree. what I'm getting on that. On, so on B your thing, right? Yeah, yeah. So I'm ready. Right, 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 right. Yeah, you swallow sure. 
Yeah. So I made a decision. Oh, God. I wrote it down. I'm about to pound it. Oh, God. Thanks. Thanks, you guys. Scott's got his decision. And we're gonna My guess is Gabe should taste these off here because I don't think he's going to have to break a tie. No, I, yeah, I, think I think that right one was clearly better, and we, I'll see if you agree. We chose the same one. You're saying? I think so. Okay. But we'll see. Okay, we will see. It's so, unanimous. It's yeah. unanimous yeah. decision. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That, for you pineys, that means I both picked the same thing. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and so we chose... You chose B. B, and B was... Old Ezra. Oh, shit. The seven-year-old rye, which came out two months ago. I was actually not sure which one we picked. I wasn't either. I thought I picked the blue note. Yep. I thought maybe I was going to pick in the blue note because it did taste a little bit fiery, but I think the aging mattered. It was more finished and mature, and I think that it just blended better. I'm flabbergasted because I thought B was the bourbon. Nope. It's the old Ezra rye. Wow. And I think it really is because it finished nicer and i think when we talked about the blue note originally that it was i thought hot for no reason yeah and when i put water on this on the original episode where the blue note appeared i liked it better yeah i just didn't tonight i put a few drops of water in each but not enough to take the 119 down to anything significant yeah isn't it interesting because this was 119.5 it just got into the 110 to 119 and if this was in the 120 proof category yeah maybe it would have done better maybe it would have moved on i don't know there were some good ones up there there i think it would have got its ass kicked because it's just too (laughs) immature it's just immature it is it's only four years yeah i think the higher the proof the more your immaturity hurts you because the rawness is out there at a higher level yeah all right that's some high-tech shit right for everybody that's my that's my high-tech analysis (laughs) i think if you're going to come out with three-year four-year-old spirit be careful making it too hot because i think that your impurities show more when it's more intense yeah so scott tell everybody who's in all right so round three march 18th we will have in the 90 proof bracket the number four seed, the Redwood Empire Lost Monarch whiskey, right, going up against the number three seed, Journeyman, not a king, rye. Wow, that's crazy. In the one twenty and above proof, right, we're going to have the number four old line American single malt, which Delicious. was fantastic, yes, spectacular. That was, that was that's the dark horse surprise of, of the tournament. Yeah, going against the number two, also a bit of a surprise, the Nulu single barrel bourbon. Mm-hmm. In the one hundred proof that we just did today, uh, we have the number one seed Remus Reserve Series Six bourbon going against the Four Roses Small Batch Select. I could be anybody's game right there. They're both blends. They both have like six different mixes in there it's crazy yeah and they were the number two seed and then we have another number one and number two in the 110 proof bracket we have the old ezra rye and the smoke wagon malted rye which were paired together on the episode that we did with the whiskey chicks right and i might go back and listen to see which one we thought we liked better then because blind tasting them again it could be a different result gabe did you taste these last two yes i did what did you think of uh, either of them Straight up, I think the old Ezra was better, but yeah. I put water on it, and I think I would have changed my mind and gone with the blue note. Oh, so I, if, I agree. After the, blue, the water, the blue note is better proof it's down. That's so, what I've been saying. Something about a couple of drops just made it more distinctive. Mm-hmm. They're both very good. Yeah, though. very good. Yeah, all these should be in my collection, and they all were mm-hmm. in my collection, right. except for the Spook Wagon Malted Wheat and the First Call. All of these came from my house. <laughs> Yeah, so that's These what we all do. came from my collection. We literally go to Ed's apartment. Right. I sit down right next to his bourbon closet. We open it up, and then we just start pulling bottles out. Just, right, because whatever I leave here from Scott's episodes get drank up. 
but I have so much whiskey <laughs> that I usually end up forgetting. Like the old Ezra hasn't been touched since we did the episode. Was, well, we have more whiskey drinkers come here because yeah. we do the right, right, right. Everything. Of course, yeah. Ed, quick, it's not just Scott. It's not just me. I'm not an alcoholic, or am I? Quick right. question, Ed. How is the uh, regeneration of the liver coming in the lab? Three <laughs> D right, printing. Yeah, that, that's fine. We've made many mock plastic models of resin. Now we're waiting for the ability to clone me. The, you know, the science is not that far away. It's not that far. Don't give up hope. I'm not. I'm, I'm hoping. Every day, yep, I do at least 10 deep knee squats just to stay in shape <laughs> so that there's time. Which, which well, doesn't affect the liver man, at all. Yeah, I like to do, do, do you? I, I'd like to do, yeah, I do 10 deep knee squats in a pickle patch, and then I um, <laughs> go to... Uh, <laughs> in a pickle patch? What the, what the fuck is that well, happening? Are you now well, in the well, garden? It's not fun if you're not doing it in there. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we're going to end this nonsense. Nonsense? Somehow. This is common gold. Okay. Ed, take us out. So round two's over. We've had, I think, even a better experience than we had in round one. These yeah. were great whiskeys. Yeah, these are they awesome. They really fought each other. So tune in when the Elite Eight will move on to see who gets to be in the final pour. All right. For With the Whiskey Tangent Podcast, I'm Scott. I'm Ed. I'm Gabe. Cheers, everybody. Later. And you're not that great, man. Stop what you're saying. Stop what you're making. Everybody here knows that you just fake it.